I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkinCare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkinCare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you Hey, bitch 
Bitchettes, welcome back to the bar. This is bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Oh, and we are coming in here with, I have to admit, I made a major mistake last week. So thank you guys for bearing with us and listening to, uh, we shared some after parties that unless you're a Patreon subscriber, you're not, you don't have access to because we recorded like a two and a half hour episode with our guests last week and I forgot to hit record. And I'm ready to kill Christy. <laughs> I want, I wanted to die and it was such a good episode. It makes me sick to think about. And especially because we have fucking guests, like, yeah. What an idiot. I have to go back and be like, oh, sorry, I didn't hit the button. Meanwhile, we took up their whole day. I know. I know. I know. But I feel like a big fat jerk. So that is why there wasn't an episode last week. And I had tried. I called Zoom. I asked, you know, I asked them. I asked all of us, like, did anybody have a backup recording? I checked my computer and it just didn't exist. So by the time we realized it, it was already too late to record the episode. And so that's why you guys got the uh, the after parties. So thank you for hanging in there. But if you were a Patreon subscriber, you did get a new after party because we did have the after party from the episode. So you you still got to meet Desi and Rachel over on the after party. And they're um, from Hollywood Crime Scene, which is do my you, favorite podcast. Do you think we'll have them back? I hope so. Back? Well, I they know. might not since you fucked it all up. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna beg them. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if I offer them like but they like you, so well, maybe they like cats. So maybe if I give them baby kittens that they'll agree to come back. You could give them your cat. No, I like my cat. She has a pink heart nose. She's cute. Oh uh, yeah. She's so cute. Yes, her little heart, her little nose is pink and it's in the shape of a heart when you look at her up close. It's so freaking cute. Hmm. I'm just not a cat person. I know. I, I wasn't a cat person until we started finding them in dumpsters and bringing them home. <laughs> you <laughs> found me in a dumpster. Did. You didn't take me home. You in a dumpster. I did. I did. I look absolutely insane today. Like I look insane. So I'm in LA, which I'll talk about on the after party. I'm in LA because Chloe just graduated from college. And I got classes and stuff with her, but I'm screwed up on all my times, but we'll talk all about Chloe being a college graduate on the after party. It's exciting. Yeah. You have all, all your kids. All of mine are. Yeah. Like they're grownups. They're officially. Well, now Brooke is, um, she's going to be 26 in January. So like she's off of our health insurance and everything. So she's (gasps) like really an adult. She's like, I don't think I like this adulting stuff. <laughs> no. Oh God. That's scary to be on your own health insurance. Yeah. So we're in the process of looking for that for her. Yeah. Cause she's an independent, like she's an independent contractor. So she has to pay for that. Yeah. Especially because I mean, everybody needs health insurance, you know, when you're, oh, yeah. need it, you know, when you're, but I was going to say, especially because I would assume in the not too distant future, And when I say that, I mean like the next decade, let's be clear. Like Brooke will want to have a baby and you have to have health insurance. My God. Let's hope that's not too soon. (laughs) Well, I know, but I'm just saying. I'll say the decade. (laughs) I said the decade. I said a decade. Let me know what you find. Cause I mean, Chloe will be in the same situation that she'll have to pay for her own health insurance. Yeah. I mean, she's got a little bit of time left though. Yeah. Well, she's the same as Paige. Yeah. It's just weird to think about the careers and the, like the trajectory that our kids are on versus, and I'm generalizing like normal people who get a job with a benefits package. They have benefits. Yeah. Like, and that's definitely something you have to take into consideration when you are self-employed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's been having so much problems with her hip. Like she can barely walk. uh, So she obviously the grinding down didn't work. Yeah, no, not at all. I think that made it worse. Yeah. But. Chloe does this thing where she bends over, Kelly, and she pops her hips, and this noise is so repulsive. I'm like, don't do that in front of me. Yeah, I, it's not good. Mm-mm. And yeah. you know what? I remember hearing years and years and years ago from some of the alum that one, somebody took a dance class in New York. And a teacher came up to her and said, oh, 
you're one of Abby's girls. And she said, how do you know? And she said, because you're doing X, Y, and Z wrong. And she's like, I can uh-huh. tell you tips. And she's like, you're not going to be able to walk in a year. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Brooke is having so many problems. She can barely walk. She's on vacation right now. And she's like, happy because she's like, I'm going to be resting. You know, so she wants to see if it gets better with just resting. Where is she, uh, is she on vacation? Like, is she somewhere traveling or just? Uh, she's in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta. Oh my God, Puerto Vallarta. They used to give that away on um, Wheel of Fortune when I was a kid. It was always a trip to Puerto Vallarta. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where she is. Her and her boyfriend are there. That's funny. Yeah, that used to be like the place in the early 80s that they would always give away on Wheel of Fortune. Oh uh, yeah, it looks beautiful. Oh, I'm sure. Her, I, I was just saying her hotel room, like her balcony is, it like has a full size kitchen table, like all this the view is amazing. It's pretty. That's all I've seen so far, but. Is it on her Instagram? I'll have to go creep on her. Yeah. I'll go look. No, I was going to say, how does Fiona White not look like she's aged in 40 years? I know. It's unbelievable. She looks yeah. exactly the same as when yeah. I was a kid. And most people that we say, well, you could say that about have had bad plastic surgery. She doesn't look like she's had bad plastic surgery. No, no. Whoever she goes to is amazing. Yeah. Cause I usually can't stand people that have plastic surgery done. I don't like the look of it. Right. And there's, oh God, yesterday, cause we're in LA, we were sitting again, I'll talk about this on the after party, but we were sitting somewhere and like three women walked by with the same face. And yeah. I'm like, they have the same face. Like they've all, they all went to the same doctor and said, yeah. I'll take one of these. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, I don't like that. You could look a little bit like yourself. <laughs> Just a little bit. All right. Well, we should totally get into this week's episode since I screwed up so badly and hate my life. And this is a good episode. There's a lot that goes down. And now we're like experts in it because we've, <laughs> we've already talked about it once. Um, no, I have to tell you what I'm drinking. Oh, what are you drinking? I'm not I'm not drinking anything special. I'm drinking Prosecco, but I'm drinking it out of my cup. Did you get one? What's that? Matt, that? our little intern, sent oh. us back to the bar. Oh and my then, God. And on the back, it says, hey, Steve, I know how I know you. You drove the bus to the wine fest. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't been but Isn't it cute? It's like in, embossed, like it says back to the bar. That is the, I have not been it's, home yet, Matt. Thank you, Matt. That's the cutest I love it. gift I've ever seen. I love that Steve drove the bus to wine fest. Yep. Maybe a and, new piece of merch needs to be something with Steve from wine fest. Yeah. Because everybody had asked on this last drop merch drop, can we do something that doesn't have a swear word on it? I, oh, really? <laughs> yes. Everyone's like, next time you do a merch drop, can we have one thing that doesn't say the word bitch somewhere on it? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah, we will. For Definitely. Sure. How do I buy the merchandise? Because well, I want some. They actually reached out to me just before I, we started recording. Uh, I'll send you the email. Okay. They're going to send us some stuff. So you have to- I want some that. something. Yeah. Well, I want two things. I'll, I'll take whatever, but- I want the- best I, I, I mean, I want to buy it. I, think I have a f- couple friends I want to buy them for too. Oh. Yeah. I want to get them, them for Christmas, but now I'm not going to have them in time for Christmas, I guess. Well, you have to get something that says nobody likes us. Cause I need to get something that says, and then there were two, like whether you get the t-shirt or I get the sweatshirt. Cause I'm in Pittsburgh, you're in Florida. Because that's what I said. And then that's what you said. We have to have like our version of it, you know? Okay. Yeah. It's always weird to me. I was talking to Clara yesterday, I think on the phone, or maybe I was talking to Mark and Clara was in the background and she started screaming like she was on fire. And I'm like, what the hell is happening with Clara? And she's like, oh my God. and she's like, nothing. I was just scrolling through TikTok and somebody was using your voice for a sound effect. And I was like, sorry, sorry. That's funny. Yeah, she she's like she's like I can't even enjoy TikTok like a normal person. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I have to oh, say well. I'm not drinking anything besides water because my mean stingy daughter won't let me open wine. The fact that she won't let you open a bottle of wine and it's like 
afternoon on a Friday. I know. Well, here's her reasoning. She goes, I don't want to waste a bottle of wine and have you waste it. Who said anything about wasting it? Exactly. Doesn't she know who you are? You will not waste it. And then it's a Friday. It's Friday. And we have friends coming over to her house tonight. We will drink the wine. Yes. I'm texting her and telling her to bring you a glass of wine. Chloe, bring me wine. Yeah, I'm texting her. (laughs) Stop making your mother die of thirst. Thirsty. Nom, nom. Thirsty. Uh, what a pain in the ass. Yes. I have champagne. I'm into champagne lately. Ooh, per- me too. Well, Prosecco, I guess it is. What, Chloe? <laughs> she said, Kelly's texting me now. <laughs> yes, I am, Chloe. We can't do the podcast without wine. It's a rule. No, I don't want water. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. Yes. All right, so we are on episode three, I'm sorry, season three, episode 14, Watch Your Back, Mac. And we were filming this in January, in early February, so we're clearly freezing. So we open in Pittsburgh, Abby's in Studio A. She screams for us all to come in. We try to kill ourselves out in the hallway, just so anybody who wants behind the scenes knows what was really happening. Um, And she congratulates the girls for having another good weekend and by winning the overall high score, and that's two weeks in a row she congratulated the girls. Oh, wow. Last week's pyramid, she was happy that the girls won with Rosa Parks. So the whole world is now exploding because the girls got compliments two weeks in a row. We know this isn't going to last because this is not the Hunger Games. We do not live in a society. Yeah, absolutely won't last. Yeah. So, but she does something kind of weird. She says that she's going to start at the top of the pyramid because that's easy. She wants to start because it's easy. And she goes at the top and it's Maddie who's first because Maddie won the overall high score for her duet with Mackenzie. And I have a little bit of an issue with this. Shocker, I know. But because Chloe won the solos, you know, and you would think that the solos would trump the duet. But I believe if I recall correctly. Well, you Chloe did this. Well, no, I know. I know. That's why she ain't at the top. Well, right. But I also think that Abby really, really, really like shoved it down our throats a lot that Maddie and Kenzie had the overall high score. So yeah. I think that, that was the reason. And also Chloe did this. And also Chloe came out of my vagina. So clearly. exactly. <laughs> actually, that's not true. She came out of my womb. She was a C-section baby. Uh. <laughs> this is untouched in case anybody's worried. Oh God, stop. <laughs> You're always talking about that area. Uh, well, okay, maybe. Yeah. Right. Well, they didn't, they didn't hear last week because it didn't come out. So they don't know about when I told everyone that, about your cobwebs. Uh, just go. All right. So then Abby says, I gave you a job to do to teach your sister and to make sure she could keep up with you. That's what you did. You took charge. Kelly, would Brooke, get praised or reprimanded if she took charge with Paige by teaching her how to dance. Uh, Yeah, we would be in trouble for sure. Okay, great. Just checking, just checking. So now second is Paige and Paige did a good job in her performance. Why can't I say that word? Was (laughs) darling. And then Paige in her interview really cutely says, Miss Abby always says it's harder to get to the top of the pyramid, but it's tougher to stay there. And I showed her that I could stay there. Second time that Paige has been number two on the panel. I know. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, don't get too comfortable. I'm sure. I know. I know. No worries. So then Kendall is third because she plays third in her age category. Chloe won. I just have to keep saying it. (laughs) And then she goes. But she did this, I'm telling you. (laughs) I know. And then hey, it wasn't second. Thank goodness. And you see Jill looking like Jill's this. face was like, what are you talking about? You would rather her get third than second, yeah. which second it doesn't make much sense. No, Kelly, ah, how dare you drink? You know that Abby's favorite thing is a contradiction other than a headband. Yeah. So next up is Chloe. And she's just like, you got first and that's it. She did not say like, you did this, your mother sucks, blah, 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 whatever. And then in my interview, of course, I complain because I am the resident complainer. 
I said, Chloe plays first with her solo since being on probation. I think she deserves a higher spot on the pyramid. Nobody I, cares what you think. I know. And I also have to say, I don't really give a shit about the pyramid, but I'm playing <laughs> I'm an actress. I'm an actress. I know. We're good at that now. Yeah, we're actresses. So now Nia is fifth and she flew under the radar and didn't draw Abby's eye in a negative way. And that's She good. said that almost every other week to Nia and Paige. Yep. You didn't they get that every week in a negative way. I'm going to start telling people like, you know, I don't mind you today because you didn't draw my eye in a negative way. <laughs> you can't just say, oh, you did a great job, but you know, no. everybody else is above you. No, but I love because Holly is rolling her eyes very dramatically, but you only see it in the mirror, which is great. Yeah. Uh, now it's Mackenzie and Abby stands by her decision not to put Mackenzie in the group dance. And in the interview, Melissa says, it would be nice to see Maddie and Mackenzie together at the top of the pyramid. But Melissa knows that Mackenzie made a few little mistakes. So she had to put her down a few notches. Okay. I don't even know what to say. I didn't get that. Yeah. No, no, I I don't know. Okay. So now we have uh, Brooke. And Brooke said, you didn't dance the previous week. You had a little vacation, which makes me cackle. Makes me uh, Yeah. Go ahead. What do you want to say? I, I think I say it in my interview. Just with that. Know, this is no vacation, Abby. It was more like a leave of absence. You forced Brooke to take the week off. And now she's placed her at the bottom of the pyramid as if it were her fault. But then she like looks at her and it's like, she don't want to dance. Like she constantly is doing that to her. I, I don't know how she doesn't think that doesn't make her not want to be there. Kelly, are you trying to apply logic to Abby? I'm trying. You're not. I am trying. I'm thinking Brooke was happy to be on the bottom because she was happy to have the week off. Yeah. Although she didn't have the week off. She had to take senior classes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I still want to know. God, you know, do you remember this is way back then? I used to have my planner. I don't know if you remember. Like I used to have like a handwritten, it was like a little, you know, whatever, like a, like it's planner. And I used to write in it each week to keep track of things. It was more like for my babysitter. And it was more so that when it would be coming up, the episodes would be airing. I kind of knew what was going on in the episode because we always tweeted live. But I would write like what the dance was, like what Chloe had. And I would like keep track of like work hours, like we work this out, you know, I just the way I was. I have not been able to find that notebook. I think. I think I know I wouldn't have thrown it away, but I no. would stuff in there like like if Brooke was out for a school dance. So I yeah, I wish we knew that. that. Yeah, I, I should. I'd yeah. love to find that notebook. I should find that notebook and post pictures of our schedule because people would faint. Uh huh. Yeah. I do. I I absolutely. And, and, and did you put in there? There was like no schooling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have this busy schedule, but there's no schooling no, you, in there. There's not a class to be found. <laughs> no. Don't worry. But they all speak French because they remember she used to be like, yeah, Mandarin. French. She wanted them to speak Mandarin. Well, yes, but I'm saying she said they all did speak French because of oh, because of the dance classes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now she tells us to look at the bottom because there is one picture left. And This actually, I don't disagree with Jill here, but it's amazing because Abby's like, we have a new member of the team. She made the commitment and now Asia will be joining the ALDC. It's not, we have a potential new member. She's on trial. She's on probation. It's like, we've never even met this person and she's on the team. Yeah. Jill's like, hold on a second. Wait, I had to be on probation. (laughs) But I love how hard Jill leans into this. She's like, well, Asia might be an amazing dancer, but the girls don't need an additional team member. And we see a clip of Asia from Abby's dance or whatever that show is called, Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. We should watch an episode of that and review it. Oh yeah, I've never seen it. Me either. Oh yeah, we'll do that one day as a special thing or something. Yeah, that would be wild to pepper that in. Me, God, there's so much we could do. And Abby says that Asia was on the competition that Abby judged the previous summer. And now she wants Abby's tutelage. Then Abby tells us, I don't think there's enough competition among you. I don't think you challenge each other enough. And I want to warn you, I don't want to hear one word about anybody chasing this woman out. Clearly that was to the moms, but I am dead that she doesn't think there's enough competition. 
Okay, but that is the whole reason Asia came. Abby really and truly believes that competition makes you better. Like, because okay. Maddie and Chloe can, were head to head that that made them better. Oh, she yeah. wanted Mackenzie to get better. So that's why she had somebody Mackenzie's age come in. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. And, and to get Mackenzie more green time. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because then she has somebody to compete. Like Brooke never got solo shown because Brooke didn't have anybody her age to compete against. But Abby didn't like me. So she didn't want Brooke shown more. Right. She wanted Mackenzie shown more. So she had to get somebody that would be Mackenzie's age. Right. Yep. yep. That is why Asia was on there. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And just to your point, and we'll bring this up later when we do Mackenzie's music video, Abby did everything she could to like do special things for the people she wanted featured. Because when Mackenzie did her music video, you were gone by then. And they had open auditions and I brought Clara in because she was like four and she was adorable and she was cute. And, and Abby's like, absolutely not. And she's like, she's not on camera because she's littler and cuter than Mackenzie. No way. Nah. Because she was cute. You know, she was little and yeah. cute. And they were like, and I remember the producers being like, no, it would be so cute to have her on, in jammies jumping on the bed. And she's like, no way. Hmm. Yeah. So Abby did definitely have a lot of say about stuff like that, but she couldn't get rid of the main cast, which is yeah. where it would be. Yeah. No. So anyway, then she goes on to tell us that we are going to, where are we going? Uh, Energy Dance in Highland, Michigan. And then she goes, I know for a fact that the Wicked Witch of the West and her crappy little apples are going to be there. Mind you, crappy little apples are children she's referring to. I, I, like some of the things she says is just crazy. It is. Because could you imagine if Kathy called us the crappy- Crappy dance? little, yeah. She'd be losing her mind. Uh-huh. And then she said, you are the reigning, uh, what is it? The reigning national winners for energy dance. You cannot walk in there any less this weekend. Also, just to point out, Abby was really hard in her. I'm not promoting anybody, but people I want to promote era. So instead of calling her Kathy or candy apples, she always found, you, you will notice she finds a way never to say Kathy's name or candy apples in this entire episode but she uses the entire phrase, the Abby Lee dance company as much as she can, instead of like the ALD. Well, remember you and I used to have a hard time with it. There for a while, she didn't want to say Chloe's name. Then she didn't oh, want yeah. to say mine, mine or your name. Oh yeah. And stuff. So then she wanted us to wear her Abby Lee dance company wear every week. And we were like, no, like you can't promote us. Like we ain't promoting you. And yeah. remember we were the only ones that would not mm -hmm. wear that. I think it's going to yeah. come up. I think that you start to see that at the end of season three, maybe early four, everybody will have it on, but us. And we're but like, us. we're not, because yeah. the minute our kids wore those jackets on TV, every fan wanted that jacket, but you can't say my daughter's name, Yeah, but you wanted her to wear your jacket so that you can sell more of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It was wild. So Again, just pointing out all of the things that you guys don't think about that we were fighting about behind the scenes, mm -hmm. like for equality and we got none. So in her interview, Abby goes, that evil conniving purse swinging troll is going to be. Uh, <laughs> like, like I said, just two minutes ago, the shit she comes up with to say. <laughs> and then she says. Conniving troll. Yeah. Purse swinging uh, troll. Uh, then she goes, I want to send her home crying. That's what she deserves. Yeah. And she wants what you say, Abby, because like, I think you're the one that goes home crying this week. Yeah, you're right. She does. Yeah. And then she tells us the group dance has everybody in it except Asia and Mackenzie, and it's called Return to Grace. And the reason she doesn't have them in the dance is because it's mature and serious. It's about reincarnation. But Let's keep in mind that Mackenzie has been in the topless showgirls number. Yeah. Or like, wasn't she a nip and talk? Like was she in I don't that know one? She was in nip and talk, but she was definitely in the text. Last text. My last she text. Yeah. The window and died with blood all over her. Yeah. Yeah. So that but, was fine. But this one's inappropriate. Yeah. Cause it's reincarnation. But meanwhile, no, you can't even tell that it's about reincarnation. You can't tell anything. Like, what about the dance makes it Nothing. inappropriate? Nothing, nothing. She just didn't want her in the dance. Yeah. And we hear again 
about Mackenzie's foot being a little iffy and Asia bring, being brand new to the team. I don't need the two of them screwing this number up. I'm so tired of the foot. Okay, but now let's keep in mind because later on, there's two other things that happen here. The last we heard was that she don't know how it was injured and whatever. Now coming up, she's going to tell skinny Christy that she has all of a sudden there's an extra bone in her foot. But well, then when we heard that last week that she went to the doctor and she has an extra bone. Oh, okay. Because then next episode, because I had, I already watched it because we already had did this episode. <laughs> she doesn't say it's about the bone in the foot. It, she says it's just from overuse. Listen, the foot, the foot now has gone on for like six weeks. But we what I'm saying is, is for six weeks, every time we talk about it, there's something different wrong with the foot. Right. And also in my memory, like at the time, the foot was never even an issue unless there was a camera on. Yeah. 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 But like Paige had a broken foot later. Chloe is going to do point with a broken foot and her foot shoved into a point shoe. Yeah. But Mackenzie's foot, I love that Abby says, with her foot being a little iffy, Brooke couldn't walk and she told her to grind down her hip bone. <laughs> Get out there and dance, bitch. <laughs> dance. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invest your money for you. 
I started using Acorns a few years ago and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar. So that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals. And then I look at that balance and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. But when she assigns a trio to Kendall, <laughs> Chloe, and Maddie, and it's called Believe, or We Believe, and it's going to be high energy jazz. And then she has one more dance to give away, and that's going to be a solo to Asia called Rock That. And she's going to be competing as a mini. And she says, Asia's brand new student here at the, look, the Abby Lee Dance Company, not she's a new student here at the ALDC or just a new student here. She has to say the whole thing. So what better way to analyze her talent than giving her a solo? Um, and actually, Brooke got a solo as well called The Animals Know. Yeah, we like that so, solo too. Yeah, you did like that solo a lot. I think uh -huh. she performs it later, right? I think she performs it. I think so. I, like, at, like The View or something like that. She performs it. I think they show Something it. like that she does it. But I, it was really good at the competition, I think. I wonder if we have it anywhere. Cause I always, I did such a good job on that headpiece. Remember yeah. Abby was even impressed with that. Well, I feel like Abby would give credit sort of with costuming with us. I mean, it yeah. made her want to vomit. I think she did. Yeah. All right. So now the girls are in rehearsal and they are doing a dance, uh, that return to grace. We already said that. And we go upstairs <laughs> And Jill starts, I fucking, I am a Jill stan as a I know. She's like, she can't wait to meet the new dance mom. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. Your chance is coming. Uh, yeah. Settle down. Like she's coming. Careful <laughs> what you wish for. And Jill's like, everybody here is here. Our team is intact. I thought this was the team. This was Abby's dream team. And I'm like, no, we No, Abby never team. wanted this team. <laughs> no, our season one, she called us the dream team. She did. Abby called yeah. us the dream team. Yes, because she didn't hate she us. She was on TV. Yeah. And, and and then once like shit started going, she didn't like she didn't want us. No. And so Abby's telling the girls the concept. Now, mind you, this is about reincarnation. Okay. So she says, You are sad, you had the blues, it was down and out, you came back, and everything is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she says, the group routine is about reincarnation, coming back better and stronger than ever. And the routine is going to say, we are the reigning national winners and those Apple core boys have nothing on us. So we're upstairs and clearly I got the note to talk about reincarnation because I'm like, yeah, uh, if we came back reincarnated, what do you want to come back as? Oh, first I asked if you believed in reincarnation. Everyone's like, nah. And I'm like, okay, well, now the producer needs me to keep talking about it. So if yeah. Zach is reincarnated, what would you come back as? How about me? I'm like, not as an Abby Lee Dance Company member. <laughs> no, you've already been that in two lifetimes, you. Yeah, I know. Parent. Oh, did you see a picture of me? Which one? Oh my God, I got to send, I got to show you. Jill said, I think it was Jill. Somebody sent it to me, but it is like from 1980. And it is the first year of Abby's Dance Company. Look, can you see me? I'm down on the left. Are you wearing I sunglasses? No. I can't. Oh, no, it's just your bangs reflecting. I can see you kind of. Send it to me. I want to study it. Yeah, it's cute. Okay. I'm so little. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, ba -ba -da -ba -ba. 
Now we enter Canton, Ohio. I believe we see farm animals, which is how we know we're going. We're at Candy Apples. You better have a drink. Drink. Where is your drink? It never arrived. I'm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to Postmates a drink and have it delivered. There you go. So Kathy starts talking about how they lost the Rosa Parks thing. And she's like, we try harder. And I'm about tired of having that as my motto. I have to say, with all the aggravation that we always talk about on Dance Moms, I can only imagine the level of aggravation that Kathy went through every week, having to be like, I'm the loser. Yeah, yeah. I'm the loser. I agree. Yep. So now we see the Candy Apple Perfect Pyramid. And, you know, she's- Oh, they- her pyramid's like, oh, you're like the most amazing turner. You're the, <laughs> we yeah. get like, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You got first place, but your fingernail polish had a chip hey. on it. You uh-huh. need to kill yourself. Yeah. Um, and she introduces the choreographer for the week. She has a guest choreographer who is John Culbertson. And she's like, he was awesome. He was a former Mr. Dance of America. And then she tells us the funny thing about John is that he's very good friends with Abby. And this is going to rock Abby's world. What's funny about Kathy and all of these interviews in this particular episode is she's like, it's like she's auditioning for an off, 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 off Broadway version of the Wizard of Oz. And she's like trying really hard to be the most wicked witch. So it's almost like she's like, <laughs> the funny thing about John is very good friends with him. Well, she, she asked like a bunch in this episode for the broom. Oh, I know. <laughs> so mostly that, or witch's broom. Yeah. Mostly to me. Oh God. Okay. So now here we enter the twilight zone because Abby is at the front desk and she calls Melissa to the front desk and she starts talking to Melissa about how hard it was for her to lose Broadway baby um, and other people just get a new dog when theirs passes away, but she could she not can't do, that. do that. Yeah. And okay, but she does say she still doesn't know what to do with Broadway baby's body. Okay? okay. But how about Melissa is the one that suggested this taxidermy shit? She did? Yes. I never knew that. Stop she it. says. Oh my God. She did. Yes. She says like, we'll call around and get you like that was melissa's suggestion i never knew that oh am i'm floored okay but kel here's what's really bothersome about this exchange when abby says she doesn't know what to do with broadway baby's body the dog had died two weeks ago no a month ago well it was definitely more than a couple days no, it's, it's been, it's like, been episodes, weeks and weeks. Do you because... think the dog was on ice, like at her house or something? Like, wh- wh- where would you put the dog? Maybe the vet has like drawers, like a morgue. Can you store your dog at the vet? I don't know. Well, I hope it was. I have no idea. Either. I always just had mine cremated. Right. Like a normal person. Yeah, and I would go back in a week and get the ashes. I still have them on my mantle. Right. I think most people who want to keep their pet, because you can't have your pet cremated and not get the ashes returned to you. Like, you can do that. There are people who do that. Like, they're just like, no, I don't. They don't want them, yeah. Well, and it costs more to get back. Some people might just not have the money to get them back. Um, But they will Some people might just want not want them because of the memory of it. You know what I mean? You you just don't want to, when you, every time you see those ashes, you think about the dog. Yeah. And some people might just not feel comfortable having pet ashes. It's a little weird. I have mine, like our dogs that have passed away. I have all of mine. I am the first to say though, it's a little bit weird. Like mm-hmm. it is weird. Like you're like, oh, that's my dead dog. You know, and like some people bury them in the backyard or. Yeah, of course. Something too. But I've never found anybody to keep a dog's body on ice for months. Months. Yeah. That's kind of not nice to the dog, even though he's dead, but God, let it be dead in peace. Yeah. Well then, so Melissa suggested. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe she suggested that. I never knew that. Well, and then Abby goes, maybe, just maybe I'll have a little bit of her to carry with me wherever I go. No, that's like if you have a little bit of fluff of hers, like you're carrying around a stuffed dog. And then in her interview, Melissa goes, Abby loved her dog and she's going to see her every day. Maybe some people think it's crazy, but it's her baby. 
Melissa. I love my dog too. I'm not stuffing my dog. Me either. And I love my dog more than anything. I think it's weird. Okay. I do. I think it's weird. Yeah. So then upstairs, she comes back upstairs. I'm like, well, what were you up to? And she tells us, and I'm going to tell you, I did not know this was coming when Melissa said this to us, when she said, Abby is thinking about taking Broadway baby to get like a preservationist. And I, Oh wait, how impressed was I uh, I, that I knew what a preservationist (laughs) was. I'm so smart. (laughs) What the hell is that? Like a taxidermy place? And she nods and you start dying. And you're like, that woman has lost her mind. And I'm like, well, she has. She needs something to cuddle at night. And we, I remember just being, there's many times that we filmed this show and I'm like, okay, now we've officially gone off the rails. Now we've officially gone off the rails. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And in my interview, I go, looks like the ALDC has a new mascot and we'll carry it along to all the competitions. And I said, like, here you go. Here's your lucky charm. Give her head a rub. Ew. I have to say what people are not privy to, and I do not know why this conversation did not make air because it is one that lives rent-free in my head. It was one of my favorite conversations we had as the moms sitting upstairs. And that was when we were trying to figure out how one proceeds in stuffing a dog. We didn't know. So we started speculating. How do you Uh stuff a dog? I say about the yes. Hold on, that's build. the best part. Don't say it yet. Okay. But Holly's like, well, what do you do? And I was like, well, I hope they wash it because her eyes are really dirty. And the Melissa's <laughs> like, the eyes, the eyes, please. And we're like, we think they're glass eyes. And then you go, what do they just blow a bunch of fluff up its ass like build a bear? <laughs> Seriously, I think they do. It's stuffed with something. I think at one point we looked into it, if my memory is correct. And I think what they do is they take like a form and they skin it and they put the skin of the animal on the form. So I don't think it's actually stuffed. I think it's just like the fur and the hide is, I don't know, but like, like, I don't want to know. How do you remove the ear skin? Cause that's yeah, but like when you get a, a deer skinned, they don't take the head out, do they? Because every head is different. Yeah. So I don't know how, how you put it on a form. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't we, really want to know. I don't either. I was going to say, maybe we need to investigate this on the after party, but I don't think I want to. No. I don't want to know. And please don't anybody write us. We don't want to really know. Don't anybody yeah. send me a video link of how they do it. Like how Mr. Rogers did the crayons. I don't want to know. Okay. Ah. No. So I have to say though, when we go to the, ta- when she goes to the taxidermy place, it had some really cool animals. Yeah. And it was really fucking scary. They were like exotic animals. Yeah, nobody like had a, a little white Bichon Frise. Yeah. Yeah. We, you didn't like the zebra. Those- I like the zebra. Well, I don't want to kill a zebra. They're cute. Well, me either, but that was really pretty. No, that's great. Again, I did not see any exotic Bichon Frises anywhere. No. So now we're in trio rehearsal. The girls are doing We Believe, and she emphasizes that it's high energy jazz. And she's like, it needs to be strong and it's confident at the end. It is at the beginning. And she's like, this is a clean, sharp routine. And she's, tells us they're going to sizzle in those hot orange costumes they're going to go out there and show them that they can all do it anybody else feel uncomfortable that abby's always like hot and sizzling? yeah yeah about 10 year olds yeah and then after they rehearse she reminds them that they're going to be against kathy's boys as if they could ever forget yeah and here comes one of her infamous dance mom puns do you believe i'm not so sure i'm believing and uh, then she just dismisses them. So upstairs, we are talking and Holly thinks that Asia is going to move up the pyramid very quickly. And then Melissa starts showing videos of Asia performing and she's showing them to us. And this is when but, we see Asia in a cage. But how about she was like, like, we weren't even talking about it. And Melissa was already like scooping on looking yep. up her shit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Well, and you say in your interview, I could tell that Melissa's nervous about Asia. 
Mackenzie and Asia are the same size. Mackenzie's foot's bothering her. Maybe Abby's bringing Asia in as a permanent replacement. Uh, yeah, Melissa definitely always liked to be like, oh, I'm fine. But Asia rocked oh. the world. Oh, big time. Yeah. And you can tell she's starting to get, towards the end of this episode, she's starting to get like super duper like triggered. But I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. And I think I even bring up Sophia, like when Sophia was there. Yeah. Because she knew that Abby was never going to let Sophia beat Maddie. And so it was fine. But I think she was a little scared about Mackenzie. Yeah, I did too. So now it is day two and we're sitting in the dancer's den and we're waiting for rehearsals to start. And you ask if everyone's ready to meet the new girl. And Melissa's like, Mackenzie's ready to meet her. And yeah. I, oh boy, did you have a dream about her? <laughs> Uh, and then Mackenzie's like, oh, I've only seen it <laughs> once. And Jill goes, the kids are looking forward to meeting Asia. But to be honest with you, I'm not really looking forward to meeting Christy. I don't believe we need another new student and another mom. I love but, it. But like, how's it feel, Jill? Right. Like she don't want somebody there. Well, so that's how we felt when you came. Right. But we were evil, evil monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're just so terrible because we were like, no, we're fine. We don't need somebody. New. We don't need somebody else on our team. That's the same thing we said when she came but we yep. were horrible right uh -oh. the same thing now abby's at the front desk and she's wearing a headband headband this isn't fair that i have to drink and you're not and then in walk christy ray and asia abby's so excited and she's like i'm ready to work with asia i hope she can handle my tough love and so they're talking to abby and abby looks directly to asia and she goes now remember they're evil the moms like she's telling us to a six-year-old. But like, we don't even interact with the girls. No. The kids. I, I, I probably never said more than three words to Asia my whole life. No, but we are. Like, why does she need to know I'm evil? <laughs> How about maybe we're not evil? Yeah. Then she goes, the girls are as sweet as pie. Well, then why are you so mean to them? Yeah. Um, and then Christy and said, the girls are sweet as pie. They all were. They were always very welcoming to everybody. Yeah, They're like, oh God, there's somebody else to hang out with. Sure. Yeah. She says to Christy, I'm hoping that you're here to follow my rules, not to question me. That's what the other mothers are all about. Well, that's the other mother's job on a TV show, but you know, exactly. So now Abby walks in with Christy and Asia to the den and introduces them. And then you go to Christie's. I don't think the world can handle two Christie's. I don't think we can. You cackle. And then Abby says, let's see how you match up with Mackenzie. So she has them stand back to back. And then in her interview, Abby goes, Mackenzie's a smart little kid. I think she's going to keep this new little friend close and her enemies closer. You say, I know deep down inside, Melissa's nervous. Here's this little girl comes in. She's doing a solo this week. Mackenzie isn't even dancing. She's not even in the group dance. And then Abby tells Asia she's going to be doing a solo. And Holly goes, I can't imagine Abby ever replacing Mackenzie, but she can't help but wonder why Abby is adding Asia to the team. I told you why. It isn't to replace her. It's to improve Mackenzie and to have Mackenzie shown more. Absolutely. So we're in Ohio and we see farm animals. So dream. Oh, for the and we're seeing uh, John and Kathy rehearse Gino's duet. And they brought a little girl in. And Do I, you think this girl was John's student? Yes. I think Gino and I think Gino and this little girl, I think that was Gino's real duet partner. I think that was a real dance that they had competed for quite some time. And I think John is definitely their teacher. Oh, I didn't know it's his. Okay. Yeah. I think, I, I think I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm, I okay. remember that. Okay. So Kathy tells us that they're pulling out all the stops this week. Abby's best friend, John Culbertson is choreographing and they have a new dancer, Sam, who's doing a hot and sassy duet with Gino. I love that. She's not even in the group dance. She is simply there as a duet partner. Yeah. And then she's for the group dance. They're doing a contemporary piece called machine lines. And it's a wonderful piece of choreography depicting the depression era. And she's expecting a successful weekend. Abby isn't going to know what hit her. And the entire time she's stirring mm. her cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> she's waiting for you to deliver her broom. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. So we're back at the ALDC. We're upstairs and Jill is like, she tells us, you guys sure dished it out to me. You better dish it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, like you hated it, Jill. 
Right. But she wants other people to suffer instead of being like, don't do that to somebody else. She's like, no, you better torture them. So it, she continues to say, we gave her such a hard time when she came to the ALDC that we better give Christy just the same amount of trouble. And then Christy finally arrives upstairs and she's like, ah, can I sit right there between Melissa and Jill? And you know what? Based on where she sits with Melissa, you're a hundred percent right that she is there to threaten Melissa because they oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then Melissa immediately starts fawning over her and she's like, sure, we need to hide your skinniness amongst us. Oh, here's, I love this part. And then Jill goes, we nicknamed you skinny Christy. And she goes, oh, great. And then you go, ha, huh, you're fat Christy. I, I didn't mean that to be mean. But that that's what she's skinny, Christy. They're insinuating you're the fat Christy. Fat Christy compared to her, she had a 22 inch waist. Actually, yeah. even I was fat back then. So, you know, although I did just unbutton my pants right now. So maybe I'm still fat. And where are you going? Fat Christy had to get a treat. Oh, got a little treat. Okay. And I, I unbutton my pants. So hold on. Let me get my bat myself situated. My jeans um, are too tight. That's because I had a sandwich before we started recording. What was I just going to say? That I'm fat, Christy? Okay. No. Oh, I'm talk I talk about her cantaloupes. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about her cantaloupes. And I say there's room for only one Christy at the Abby Lee Dance Company. And that role has been filled. Don't worry, Christy, me. Uh, we have Christy coming along in a few few episodes. So you'll you'll really have people. Yeah. So Jill starts talking to Christy. I love that Jill, Jill literally is the grand inquisitor of life. Anybody yes. she talks to, she- She gets, asks everything. everything. What, color under, what color underwear do you have on? Why, why, where did you buy them? Where did you go to high school? Where did you go to college? What do your parents do? Have they been married? What? How How many siblings do you have? What do they I, do? I, who cares? I know. I never ask people questions like that. I just really don't care. You barely speak to people you don't know. I know, I don't. Mm -mm. I'm actually like, that's why I think people like probably think I'm very like outgoing and loud spoken because of the show, but I'm actually pretty quiet. Oh no, you're very quiet, especially if you don't know somebody. Yeah. And I don't mean this in a rude way. You keep to your circle. Like people yeah. always want to, like we get all the time. Oh my God, I just want to hang out with you and Kelly. I'm like, but you're not going to get the Kelly you see on TV like yeah. I'm probably more outgoing and I would talk to them and be more like I am mm -hmm. you're very to yourself until you trust somebody. Yeah. 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 So Christy starts talking about, she just came in this morning because they were in Korea because Asia was booked for a TV show and they haven't been competing because she's been booked out for so many jobs, blah, blah, blah. And I love Holly because she goes, they don't have any teachers of Abby's caliber <laughs> in their area. Now, mind you, they're coming from LA, the entertainment yeah. of the world. But I'm sure they have pretty good dance teachers there. But then Christy says to us, I think Asia and Abby bonded. Asia loves Abby and she works better with teachers that are on her. So she asked if she could see Abby again. And so here we are. <laughs> okay. But like, even if they worked together on Abby's ultimate I mean, did she really work with her or, I mean, Abby was a judge on it. So did they really spend that much time together? I don't know the, the show, so I have no idea. I don't either, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it, it, she came for the TV show. Oh yeah. Not for Abby to teach her. But later we'll get one of my favorite lines of all time is when the moms, and we dealt with this all the time. The moms would be like, my zygote really wants to dance for Abby. I'm like, <laughs> how does your two-year-old know Abby? She loves Abby. She's uh -huh. She just wants to work with her. And we're like, really? You don't want to be on TV? No, they don't. I'm. We're not here for the cameras. We're just here to work with Abby. I'm like, oh, that's mm -hmm. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Which okay. to me, that's the biggest, most irritating thing. I don't give a shit. Just be like, yeah, I'm here to be on TV. Just like you bitches. Yeah. Yeah. At least I'd respect you. I'd be like, oh, finally, one's honest. Well, I told you last week. That's what I say to Kira and Jill. Mm -hmm. When they're saying they they never watched the show before they were on it. Oh, you're okay. either a bullshitter or a liar. Yeah, or you're stupid. Or stupid, yes. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. You're either, <laughs> what did you say? You're either stupid or a liar. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know what I said. It was both the same thing, though. 
But yeah, yeah, either you're lying that you didn't watch it or you're stupid because you didn't. Right. And I love when you said, because you did say this last week, you go, so which would you rather be, stupid or a liar? Yeah, because you're one of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then Jill goes, well, you guys moved to Pittsburgh, which is great. We're happy to have you, liar. But it, that means no hightailing it out of here for other jobs. And I'm like, no dancing anywhere else in the United States. And Jill says, no ballet school somewhere, none of that. And Melissa says, and get ready for freezing yucky weather. And you go, now, you know, you're committed to the studio for a year. And if you leave, you owe Abby $100,000 cash. <laughs> and she's such a bitch. She's like, well, at least I have, I I'm they glad I have, I have $100,000. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I do too, but I don't want to give it to Abby. Well, right. Because what people don't know is that stupid contract, not our lifetime contract, but our stupid contract that Abby tried to make us sign every year, which was one of the reasons she hated you and I, because I'm like, I'm not signing that. That if you were a national or even title holder, title holder, any title holder, you didn't right. have to be national. And if if you tried to leave during that year, as you were a reigning title holder, you owed her a hundred thousand dollars cash within seven days. Well, and the reason why you and I always had such a problem, our kids always had a title. Yeah. So it always affected us. You know, like some people never went for titles or whatever, so it didn't really affect them, but. Our girls well, usually had a title. Yeah. Well, one of the things I know I talked about this at some point, but I tried to leave Abby's the summer before Dance Mom started. And I went in, Mark and I went in and had a big meeting with her that we were leaving and we were like telling her all the reasons why. And then the very next day we got a call that Chloe had won the national title because she had competed for it earlier. And then they had to like come together and the judges all voted or whatever, but Chloe had won a national title like the next day. And so then we were bound for the year. Then she won Junior Miss Dance of Pennsylvania. And then the show started. Yes, we were always affected by the title bullshit. Yeah. So Christy says, these moms are trying to scare me off right now. What they don't know is I'm not intimidated. I'm here to stay so they can just move on. I, now, like, I, I don't know why they're making it out like such a thing about you and I, mm -hmm. because- Asia and Christy being there did not affect us at all. Not at all. At all. So when she comes down and talks to Abby and Abby's like about Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. And she's talking about us. I don't know why she thinks like that Asia is affecting us because. No. And she has no effect on us. I want to get rid of Christy. Like they, she's like, I want her gone. Well, Asia is not taking Chloe's place because she's the wrong age. Yeah. And then. Uh, Christy's sitting there and she's like, set agrees with Abby that you and I are the most, you know, asking the most questions and things like that. Well, first of all, we're asking the questions because the producers are saying, interact with her, ask her questions. Yeah, and we're, but, we do our jobs. Yeah, but I'm sitting up there and I look at her and I say, she really is cute. Yeah. And, and stuff like, how much nicer can I be? I don't think I've ever said to one of you people, oh, look how cute your daughter is down there. Like I was generally being very nice. And she goes down there and says to Abby, like, I'm pain no, in the no, ass no. with you. Yeah. I don't think I said anything. I, I, I don't think, think I any of us did. Cal, I think this is a perfect place to stop. How about you? I agree. Yeah. I don't think we should be too long. No. And it's holidays. And honestly, I think lots of people have lots of things to do. So why don't we pick this one back up on Christmas Day? Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds good. You guys get to spend Christmas morning with us. Oh, yay. Just what they want. Wear your jammies. Yes, Christmas oh, jammies. We can have mimosas on Christmas morning. Mm, I got my champagne. You're a dud and have none. No, I suck. All right. Well, we're going to be back next week for the second half of this episode. Uh, in the meanwhile, we hope you have an amazing Christmas Eve and all things merry and bright. If you still have an elf that moves around your house, thank God you're on the last week. Uh, so congratulations. You've oh, yeah. I'm so glad I didn't have to do that elf. Yeah. My kids are old, were too old for that whenever yeah, he came my, out. My elf was a Clara. My elf visited Clara, but okay. And happy Hanukkah to. Oh yes. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. Yes. And we'll be back next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. 
and check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.